0: And, uh, I want to, uh, I want to uh, preach this evening the thought that I shared with you a moment ago, Matthew chapter number six this evening, and I want to preach with the Lord's help on how to pray for others, how to pray for others, and uh, I, I I'm grateful this evening for those who have prayed for me. Uh, I, I I told you uh, not too long ago I was. Um, well, I guess it's been a little while now. Uh, I was in the attic uh, looking for some, some Albanian currency uh, that I had tucked away from a trip that I'd taken there years ago, uh, and I remember that I had the money there, um, and I was, I was looking through some stuff, and I found a, a letter from uh, Miss Hammondtree, um, a, a lady that lived down the street from my grandparents' Uh, she was a Christian lady. Her her daughter-in-law was uh, my um, one of my first grade teachers, and she lived right down the road from my grandparents. And when God called me to preach, uh, and I moved to Bible college, God called me to preach when I was sixteen. I was nineteen. I moved to Bible college, and she wrote me a letter, sent it to me in the mail, and I had that letter there. And I'd forgotten all about it. honestly, I'd forgot she'd prayed for me. I forgot. Um, and I I read that letter as I was looking through the attic uh, uh, for that Albanian currency, the lek is what it's called, and I saw that letter uh, where Miss Hammondtree said, "I, I want you to know that I'm praying for you, and you're not home anymore, but four hours away from home, there's a little old lady that's calling your name out to God. Boy, don't that mean something? And I, I hope tonight that you pray for one for another. I hope tonight you pray for me. Uh, and, and we ought to pray one for another. Uh, but somebody uh, has prayed for you. Somebody is praying for you. And I want to be that for someone else. If, if, if we stand before God one day, and uh, the, the, the people may never know in this life, but if we stand before God one day and, and God says, you know, this individual here you, you prayed for you. You might find out there were people who prayed for you and they never held a position in the church. They never they never had a title uh, behind their name, but they called on God on your behalf. And boy, don't that mean something. Uh, I, I asked you in the beginning uh, to uh, think of somebody, in the beginning of the service, I asked you to think of somebody that uh, that, uh, God has put on your mind. I want you to still do that while I'm preaching this evening. Uh, I want you to still uh, consider uh, the, the, the individual or individuals that the Lord may put in your mind. And uh, I want to preach on that thought. How to pray for others. Let me give you several verses tonight uh, that, uh, that I uh, typed up this evening. Uh, and you can write them down. You, you just write the address down. Uh, and then we'll, we'll go to Matthew chapter 6 this evening and look at the Lord Jesus' pattern that he gives us to pray. We gave that in January, the pattern of prayer. Uh, the Lord said, well, if you're going to pray, pray like this. This is a good way to do it. Uh, and I believe that it works when praying not just for me, but praying for others. Uh, but let me give you some verses tonight to encourage you in intercessory prayer. Uh, Mothers and fathers, pray for your children, not just the ones out, not just the ones quitting, not just the ones messed up. Pray for the ones right in the middle of it. Isn't it amazing how we forget those? Uh, The ones that's doing good get very little time. We spend most of our time on wayward people. Uh, We spend most of our prayers, most of our concerns, most of our efforts trying to win wayward people and we miss the people right in the middle of our life uh, who are doing it right, trying to do good, uh, trying to live for God. How about let's give them some time? I wanna run that one by you again tonight. How about let's give them some time? Uh, how, how about let's put some effort into them uh, with our prayers, with our, with our, with our attention, with our, with our conversations. We love talking to people that's out trying to talk them into getting back in. Why, why, not, why not let's talk to the, those that are in and uh, say, boy, you're doing a good job and I want you to know I'm proud of you. Uh, why, why not pray that the Spirit of God would talk to and help uh, and, and, and uh, come along beside that one that's doing the best that they can to serve the Lord. They, they need encouragement too. Uh, we're always praying for those that's out If we pray, uh, and we ought to, let's pray for those that are in. Let's pray for those that's in the youth group. Let's pray for those that's in the the child's class. Let's pray for those that's in the school. Let's pray for those men that are here, those ladies that are here. Let's pray for those preachers that are here tonight. And uh, thank God for those... Uh, that are out, we can pray for them, but let's pray for those that are here tonight. I need your prayers, you need my prayers, and we've got enough Bible that backs it up that we ought to be praying one for another this evening. Uh, Job chapter 42, verse number 10, you don't have to turn there, uh, I'll read it to you. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Uh, uh, there is, that is an instance of intercessory prayer. Job's friends, they really were his friends. If you read the book of Job, you'll find they they were there uh, long hours, long days and nights, when nobody else was there, they were there. They were Job's friends but they were not right about Job and they were not right especially as time goes on uh, of what they thought Job must be doing for God to put Job in that kind of situation. But instead of getting bitter, instead of getting angry at the people Job was going to church with, the Bible said that Job prayed for his friends. Uh, Genesis 19 verse 29, and it came to pass when God destroyed the cities of the plain that God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow when he overthrew the cities in the which Lot dwelt. Uh, The story here, uh, Lot is in Sodom and Gomorrah. God's about to destroy the place. Lot is Abraham's nephew. And the Bible said Lot is a just man, he's a saved man. But when God comes to bring judgment, the Bible does not say, and the Lord remembered Lot. The Bible does not say, and God remembered that Lot was saved. But the Bible said, and God remembered Abraham. And he went and he got Joe, or he got Lot out of uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, apparently, Abraham had prayed for Lot, and God heard his prayer, and God answered his prayer, and got Lot out on Abraham's behalf. Uh, has anybody ever been in the middle of something bad and God come and got you out? Uh, very well could be that somebody was praying for you. Uh, thank the Lord for that tonight. I, I, I am thoroughly convinced this evening. Uh, not just the mercy of God, not just the grace of God, not just the goodness of God in my life, though that is the main thing. Uh, 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 reason I'm here tonight Paul said I am what I am by the grace of God but I believe some of the darkest days of my life uh, I I believe tonight that God got me and helped me because of the people in my life even before that day got there that had prayed for me and uh, thank the Lord for that this evening and the Lord remembered Abraham Uh, James chapter 5 verse number 16 Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. James is talking to us about uh, sickness and healing. And he said, pray one another for another, is anybody hearing me tonight? Uh, When we we find out that there are people that's sick, when we find out that there are people that is hurting, uh, that's a good time to pray one for another, to pray for the will of God in that person's life, to pray for that individual like you would want somebody praying for you if you were knocking on death's door or if you were facing pain or if you were going through a hard time. James tells us pray one for another. Romans chapter one, verse number nine. Paul opens the book of Romans and he tells the Christians at Rome, for God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son, that without ceasing, I make mention of you always in my prayers. Now, I don't know if Paul knew ever Christian Uh, that came to the church at Rome, but he knew there was a church at Rome. And he may have known them all, and he may have prayed for every one of them individually, but here's what I do believe tonight. If he didn't know them all, he prayed for that church, and under the umbrella of that church, every individual in that church uh, was connected to that, and he prayed for those Christians, and here's what he said, for God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers. Uh, I don't know tonight if that could be said by us, uh, if not, God help us to so implement that kind of praying in our life that we could honestly say to somebody, "I pray for you, I make mention of you always in my prayers. There's not many days that goes by uh, that I'm not praying for you ought to be what we're able to say, especially to the people uh, in our life in a close way. Uh, Romans chapter 15 verse 30. Now I beseech you, this is the end of the book of Romans. Now I beseech you, brethren, for the Lord Jesus Christ's sake and for the love of the Spirit that you strive together with me in your prayers to God for me. He said, I I want you to strive together. I want all of y'all at Rome to get in this thing together and pray and fight the good fight with me as you pray for me. Uh, uh, Wherever Paul goes, he said, I want y'all to know y'all are there because y'all are in the battle with me, praying with me, praying for me. Uh, Isn't that a blessing tonight? Uh, That means that when I pray for missionaries, I may not be where they are, but I'm where they are with them as I pray for them. Uh, That means when I hit the road and go preach somewhere, You may not be with me, but when you know I'm preaching and you stop what you're doing around seven o'clock on a Monday evening and say, God, here in just a little bit, my preacher is gonna stand behind the pulpit. You may not be there with me in person, but you are with me, uh, striving with me as you pray for me, amen. You may not be able to go to the nursing home next Sunday, with the group that goes, and if you do, you may not be the one preaching, but while you're sitting there listening to the one that is, or while you're at home getting ready to come back Sunday night, and you pause and say, God, now I'm not there with them, but I pray you'd be with them. I pray, God, you'd touch them. I pray you'd feel them preachers in the jail. I pray you'd give them souls. I pray the Spirit of God would move. You are striving with them as you pray for them. Isn't that a blessing tonight? Amen. Uh, Verse uh, 15 and 16 the book of Ephesians. Ephesians uh, chapter 1 verse 15 and 16. Wherefore also, or wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, he said to the church at Ephesus, I make mention of you in my prayers. Uh, To the church uh, at Colossae, uh, chapter number four, Colossians four and verse number 12, Paul is writing about Epaphras, he's the gentleman who comes to Paul uh, with the concern of the bad doctrine that's being taught uh, at Colossae, And uh, Paul sends this letter because Epaphras has come to him uh, with need of instruction. And here's what Paul said, Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ, saluteth you. He said, I want y'all to know he's here with me now. He's your preacher. He come to get me. He's with me. He told me to tell y'all hello. Always laboring fervently for you in prayer that you might stand perfect, and complete in all the will of God. He said, I want y'all to know, your preacher said, hello. Uh, He wants y'all to know he's doing well and I'm telling y'all, I've watched him. He is laboring fervently for you, in prayer. That ought to be said of me as a preacher. That ought to be said of you as a Sunday school teacher. If God gave you a little handful of kids in your class, pray fervently for them because they are those that God has put in your life for you to make an impact in their life. Is anybody here in many Uh if you've got children's church, if you've got a jail ministry, if you've got a nursing home ministry, if, if you've got a child Sunday school class, if you've got a youth group, if you've got a choir, if you've got a class in our Christian school, if you've got a Bible study at work, whatever you've got, let, let it, it ought to be a, a, a pattern of your life that God has entrusted those people into your care and that you pray. Them. How many of you still believe tonight that God moves by prayer, that God answers prayer, that God does things through prayer, and that when we pray, we move the heart of God in matters. Uh, first uh, Thessalonians chapter one, verse two. We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you, in our prayers. First Timothy chapter two, verse one, I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Second Timothy chapter one, verse three, I thank God whom I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience that without ceasing, I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day." Now that's just a handful of verses there's a whole lot more instances in your Bible that supports this. That's a handful of verses tonight that back up the, 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 the preaching this evening that I ought to pray for you, that we ought to pray for them, and that you ought to pray for me, and that we together ought to pray one for another. Uh, and, and the Bible, Paul said that we pray for all men. There are people that God will put in your face and you've never met, but it's all right to pray for them. How many of you believe tonight that God can save people, God can help people, God can touch people that you've never even met, but you call their name out in prayer because God puts them in your heart. There's a preacher I'm thinking of. I've never met him, I've never heard him preach. He does not know me, I don't know him. Uh, and, 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 and he lost his wife about a year ago. Uh, I've never met this man, but it was told to me. And many times God has put him in my heart to pray for him, and I've never met him, and I may live my whole life without ever meeting him. But, but, but I'm not just to pray for those that I like or those I hobnob with, but who the Holy Ghost puts in my mind to call their name out before God. So let me give you tonight. I, uh, I, I think I've backed it up with enough reasons that, that, that you and I ought to be praying one for another. Now, let me tell you how to do it from the Word of God. Matthew chapter 6 tonight, verse number 9 through 13. It's the, uh, it's the model prayer. Uh, the disciples came to Jesus. They said, the Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. Jesus said, pray after this manner, after this manner, therefore, pray ye and so in January we started looking at that and we've been trying to implement that in our life if you've quit let me encourage you start it back up again if you have waned in your prayer life uh, fervently go after it again make yourself do that that's right and how many of you find when you make yourself pray when you don't feel like praying but you make yourself do it some of the sweetest times in your life in prayer when when you've pushed yourself to do that that your flesh did not want to do. So start back up. Uh, But this same pattern works if I'm praying for you as well as it does if I'm praying for me. Uh, As a matter of fact tonight, and I'll I'll talk more about this at the end of the message, but I want to encourage you to let God speak to you and give you one person a day as you pray one person a day maybe you're riding down the road and you pray for them maybe you get home and you pray for them but but i want you to I, I want you to even ask god when you get up in the morning lord would you put somebody on my mind to pray for today you don't have to have all their needs you don't have to know what their problems are so you know how to pray you just pray god knows their problem you don't have to know it god knows their need you don't have to know it but pray for that individual now, i want to encourage you to pray for one one person, and there may be someone sitting in here. But I promise you this much, if you'll pray for one person a day, eventually you'll get to the people sitting in here. You'll get to the people in your family, you'll get to the to the person you're married to, you'll get to your preacher, you'll get to the Sunday school teacher, you'll get to the, the people that you really don't even fellowship much with if you'll pray for one person a day. As you pray. I'm not saying all day long you pray for them. But as you pray throughout the day. Mention their name. Talk to God. And here is the pattern that the Lord gives us to pray. And I just happen to believe tonight that it works if I'm praying for you just as well as if I'm praying for me. Verse number nine. After this manner, therefore pray ye. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The Lord Jesus says to his disciples when you begin to pray, if you want to spend time with God in prayer, here's a good pattern to go by. When you begin to pray, uh, uh, recognize who God is, recognize where he is, our Father which art in heaven, recognize who he is, and where he is, and then start bragging on him, start blessing his name, start giving him praise, and and, and if you'll start your prayer off talking about how good God is, instead of how bad you are, you'll get somewhere in prayer. If if you want to end a good prayer, start it off talking about all your problems, and all your needs, and all your necessities, and you'll be more discouraged. There'll be time to get to that in a minute, but starting off bragging on the God of heaven that you're praying to. How many of you found that has worked in your life of prayer? God, I'm going to come to you, spend some time with you, but I want you to know I love you. And I love you because you're merciful. I love you because you're gracious. I love you because you're good to me. I love you because of the people you've put in my life. I love you because of a hill called Calvary. I thank you for the word of God. I thank you for the Spirit of God. I thank you for the kindness of God. You've blessed me beyond measure. I thank you for the church you've given me. I thank you for the Bible you put in my hand. I thank you for people in my life that have talked to me about you and shown me your word. Man, business has picked up, hasn't it, in your praying? When you pray for others, do the same thing. Brag on God. And thank him for the people that you're praying for. Uh, if you want to pray for others, uh, I, I read you a verse a minute ago. I should have marked it down, uh, but I, I'll find it. Uh, one of the verses that I... Uh, verse. Uh, uh, as 1 Thessalonians chapter number one, verse two, we give thanks to God always for you all making mention of you in our prayers. Paul said, we thank God for you always when we pray for you. And I want to say to you, uh, if you want to pray an intercessory prayer, if you want to pray for somebody else in your life, brag on God as you pray, but thank God for that individual in your life. Maybe a lost person and say, God, I know they're lost. I know they're going to hell, but I'm so grateful that you gave me the Father that you gave me. I love him, and God, he's, and Lord, thank you that he's a provider. Thank you, God, that he's kind to me. Thank you, God, that, that he's 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 he stood behind me. Thank you, God, for my mother. Lord, I know she's lost. I want you to save her, but God, I want to thank you for her. Thank you that she's in my life, and you put her there. Maybe a child, God, this child is astray, and God, I want you to do something big, but I want to thank you that you put her or him in my life. I want to thank you that I have the opportunity to come to you in prayer on behalf of this person that means so very much to me. Are you hearing me tonight? Uh, You want to pray for me? Uh, God, I thank you that I have a preacher. You want to pray for your spouse, God? I thank you that you gave me a wife that loves you. God, I thank you that you gave me a wife, or you lady, God, I thank you that you gave me a husband. And you may could come up with fifty thousand things about them that is wrong, but find something about them that you can thank God for as you pray for them. You know what that'll do? it'll turn your heart towards them. When you go to thanking God for them, you say, well, I don't have much to thank God for. Let God remove them out of your life and find out how much there was to thank God for. Are y'all hearing me tonight? There may be someone that goes to church with you and they drive you insane. You ever, you ever go to church with anybody that drove, I gotta be careful not to look at anybody because they're gonna think I'm looking at them. You ever gone to church with anybody? Now I'm looking at all of you. Making eye contact with everybody. You ever gone to church with somebody that you, you knew God loved them but you didn't know why really and, and, and you were really having a hard time? Huh? Oh yeah. If you, if you hadn't, either you're, either, you're either lying or you haven't been going to church very long. Uh, I mean, it's all you can do. Uh, to shake their hand at church you, 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 you'll go across the other side of Walmart if you see them at Walmart I mean you're not going to treat them that way at church because you can't but you'll avoid them at Walmart, you hear me uh, you ever pulled into a gas station and saw somebody there and pulled out and never even got what you came to get just because you'd rather go 10 minutes down the road than have to carry on a conversation with somebody y'all are more spiritual than me obviously Uh, But that individual God puts in your mind as you begin to thank God for them, it will do something for your heart. And, And some people it's not hard to thank God for. I can think about my wife, my boys, I think about our church, I think about the people that help us, I think about my family, even lost people in my life. You say, preacher, should I thank God for lost people? Why not? You love them, don't you? They love you. They're a part of your life. Thank God for them and talk to God on their behalf. But as you pray this same pattern, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I want to bless your name, God, and then just bless his name for the individual you're praying for. Even if they're in trouble, even if they have walked away from God, even if they have got it wrong, God, I want to thank you that there was a time in their life that they were in this. God, I want to thank you there was a time in their life that you were working in their life. That leads me to believe that they know you. That leads me to believe that they're yours. And God, right now, they're not where they ought to be. But God, I want to thank you that the word of God has been preached to them and they know the truth. They know the truth. And God, I want to bless your name that they are not living in this world without an ounce of truth they know you and I'm grateful for that y'all are hearing me aren't you thank God for the person you're praying for hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven secondly ask God for the will of God in their life you say, preacher, what if I'm praying for someone like you, the, the preacher, and we believe that, that you're in the will of God, and I hope you believe that about the pastor, uh, and, and and I strive to do the will of God. I miss it sometimes, but I've strived to do the will of God, but 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 pray something like this God I don't know what you're wanting to do with him today I don't know what you're wanting to do in his life today God I don't know what it is that's your will but I pray the will of God for our preacher I pray God you'd put him in places where he can minister to people I pray God that you would use him in a way God that is extraordinary and don't just pray that for me but pray that pray that for our school teachers God I pray today that you would open up doors of utterance to the teachers I pray God Today, that you would open up a, a way for them to speak to lost people I, 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 and go down the list praying for the will of God. Ask God to do His will in their life. God, I don't know what you're wanting to do with them or through them, and it may be a lost person, and we know that God's not willing that any should perish. God, I know you want to save them. Lord, I know that takes two. You came to save, but they'll have to receive you. But I pray, God, you'd make yourself so visible to them. I pray, God, you'd make yourself so real to them. I pray, God, that you would influence them so much and convict them so deeply that they cannot go to bed tonight until they enter into the will of God and trust you as their Savior. Y'all help me now. Uh. Ask God for the will of God in their life. Have you ever, have you ever prayed, inter, and you don't have to answer this out loud, but intercessory prayer for someone, and as you prayed for them, you thank God for them, and then you begin to ask God to perform his will in their life? If not, begin. If not, it's not too late to start. Start tonight praying for people in your life you've got a wife you say God I'm going to spend the day today when I pray and I'm going to spend some time thanking you for her and I'm going to ask you for the will of God to be done in her life You got a husband, God, today I'm going to spend some time. You got children, God, I'm going to spend some time. Instead of griping about your children, instead of complaining about what they don't do, instead of griping and complaining about your spouse and what they're not and what they don't do, go to the throne of grace and talk to God about them. I wonder tonight what God thinks when we when we face problems and we call 15 people to tell them about our child and we've not said one word to God. I wonder what God thinks when we, when we talk to people about our problem or our problem people in our life and there's nothing wrong with good counsel. But the greatest counsel don't come from me and it don't come from you. But has anybody got an idea where he comes from? The greatest counsel comes from the Lord Jesus through his word. Yes. I got access tonight to go to God and talk to him on your behalf. God, my kids are unruly. Not that they are, but the situation may be. God, my kids are unruly. I want you to, I don't know what they're facing. I don't know what they're fighting. I don't know what's going on in their mind. I don't know where they are in their heart. God, the church is, is this or that. And God, I I want you uh, to show me. I want you to touch them. I I pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And we remember Romans, Paul said, the kingdom of the kingdom of heaven is, is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Lord, I pray for that person that you, would, that you would bring them to righteousness, fill them with peace, and give them the joy that comes through the Holy Ghost of God. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I hope all y'all pray for me like that. You know, it's funny. People get offended when you say I'm praying for you. I just want you to know I'm praying for. <laughs> I'm praying for you. When did that become a bad thing? What do you mean you're praying for me? Ain't nothing wrong with me. Listen, I don't get offended when you pray for me. You can even let me know that thrills my preacher. I'm praying for you. I called Miss Melanie this evening. I didn't know she was coming. She wasn't here Sunday because she, she was hurting. Her back was hurting really bad. And I called her this evening and I didn't know she was coming. And, uh, and I said, I just want to know how you're doing. I'm going to tell the church how you're doing. She said, I'm on the way. I guess I'm going to hurt. I can hurt her as well as I can at the house. I said, well, I appreciate that. And, and I said, I didn't know. I was going to let folks know how to pray if, if, if you would let me. And she said, oh, you can pray for me anytime." time. And that's my mindset. Don't get offended because somebody said, I'm praying for you. For what? I have gotten nervous before. Miss Patsy Henderson, when she was alive, texted me one night about 11.30. And I I think Miss Patsy Henderson probably knew the Lord pretty closely. Uh, And and she texted me about 11.30 one night when I was living in our old house where Seth lives. and, And she said, God put you on my heart tonight. And I want you to know I love you and I'm praying for you. And the side of me was like, praise the Lord, Miss Patch praying for me. And then, and then quickly it turned to, oh God, what's about to happen? What, what, am I, what am I about to go through? That one of your choice servants is praying for me tonight. It must be bad. But don't get offended by it. Thirdly tonight, y'all still Good. Verse 11, give us this day our daily bread. And I can pray that for me. God, you know what I need. Oh, aren't you glad tonight that he knows what you need? As a matter of fact, be careful for nothing. But in everything with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, Let your request be made known unto God. And I believe it's followed by this verse. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. Be careful for nothing don't worry about it I'm guilty of that my family knows that and yours probably knows that about you as well I'm guilty of that but the Bible exhorts us be careful for nothing don't sit around and worry about things that you can't change but go talk to God about it and do it in prayer with thanksgiving and here's what the Bible said will happen if you'll take your problem to God and talk to God prayerfully with thanksgiving you'll be over Overflowed with the peace of God about what you were worried about. Right? Now, you say, preacher, I don't know if I believe that. You know why you don't believe it? Because you've never done it. If you've ever done it, you found out that in the middle of your storm came a whole bunch of peace because you began to thank God for who he is and what he can do if he's willing to do it. Now, if I can pray that way for me, I can pray that way for you. I don't have to know what your need is, but I know God knows what your need is. God, I pray for this individual I'm praying for. You put them in my mind. You put them in my heart. You've you've flashed their face before my mind's eye over and over again. God, I've thought about them all day. Must be a reason why you've put them there. I don't know what they need. But God, I want to thank you for them. I want to pray for the will of God to be done in their life. And God, I pray you would meet their needs. They may need to be saved. God, if that's so, would you save them? They may need physical health issues that God alone can help. God, I don't know what they're facing, but I pray, God, you would touch them and help them. It may be something financial it may be something spiritual it may be something physical or emotional but God knows and when you pray for other individuals with intercessory prayer mention their needs pray that God would meet their needs give us this day our daily bread Lord you know what we need and Lord just as well as you know what I need You know what my kids need today. You know what my wife needs today. Lord, just as well as you know what I need, you know what Jeff needs. You know what Kayla needs and you know what Bonnie needs and you know what Haley needs. And all down the line, God, you know what they need. Lord, that lost person I'm praying for, you know what they need. God, they need to trust you and Lord, if you've got to show them something or do something, whatever it is, God, do it! But meet their need. Oh, I hope, I hope to know that people's praying for me that way. How about you? Now, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Now you say, preacher, I can't pray That God would forgive somebody else of their sin. That's between them and God. And that's exactly right. Here's what I can pray. God, if there's something between you and them, I pray that you'd show it to them so that they can bring it to you and get it right in repentance and faith and cleansing and find forgiveness. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts. Lord, I can't can't ask on their behalf for forgiveness, but I can ask you to show it to them. You say, preacher, that's judgmental. I'm not judging anything, I don't know. I'm just praying for the person that God put in my mind. Lord, if there's something between you and them, if there's something that is, is keeping them from your will, from your life, show it to them lead them to repentance, lead them to confession so they can make it right and find forgiveness. God, do for them what you have done for me. Verse 13, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lead us not into temptation. Here's the the fifth thing. Number one, thank God for the person you're praying for. Number two, ask God for the will of God in their life. Number three, ask God to meet their needs. Number four, ask God to lead them to repentance so they can find forgiveness. Number five, ask God to, do, to lead and deliver them from temptation and evil. You know, you know at least in part what your children are tempted by you know the evil that's coming after them. You know at least in part what your spouse is tempted by and you know the evil that is coming after them. You know what people like you are tempted by. You know how easy it is to doubt. You know how easy it is to fret. You know how easy it is to forget. You know how easy it is to struggle. Is anybody hearing me tonight? And you know you, just go ahead and imagine that the person you're praying for is probably a whole lot like you. God, I want to ask you to lead them and deliver them from temptation and evil. The Bible said, let no man, James said, let no man say when he is tempted, I'm tempted of God. God don't tempt us. I need a good amen right there. God don't tempt us. God didn't tempt you to sin. God didn't hang the cookie jar out in front of you to test you to see if you'd be good or bad. God don't operate that way. Again, I want to give you Bible. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. Satan may tempt you. Your flesh may tempt you. God don't tempt you. But God can talk to you when you're headed to temptation and say, I wouldn't go that way. God does speak to us and say, you know every time you do that you end up giving in to temptation. Don't give in to that. God, I want to pray for the people that I'm praying for. Lead them and direct them and deliver them from temptation and evil. And here's the last thing tonight. And this is just a pattern. This is just a model. There's plenty of things that you can pray for, people. But here he ends the text. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. He Tells. His disciples, when you close out that prayer, go back to bragging on Christ. Go back to bragging on God, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. God, I brought this individual to you. Lord, I'm burdened over them. God, I'm broken over them. Lord, you put them in my mind. And God, I believe tonight that you have the power. I believe tonight, God, that you have the ability to do what I've asked. If I didn't, I wouldn't have asked you. God I'm coming to you because I believe you want to God I'm coming to you because I believe you can God I'm coming to you because I believe you will if it's according to your will whatever they need God I ask you to do it I'm praying on their behalf and I'm praying all of these things and he puts an amen on and you know what that means of a surety verily verily so be it let it be let it be so And pray believing that what you've prayed for somebody else that God can do. God has heard your prayer. God is working on their behalf because of your prayer, at least in part. God the Holy Ghost, put them on your mind. You say, preacher, I don't have time to pray for them. Then God may find somebody else to put them on their mind. God, you say, God could do it without me praying. Absolutely he could. But aren't you glad the Lord is so kind that he gives us something we can do? God can save without me praying for a sinner. God can save without me preaching to a sinner. God can work without me, but I'm glad he lets me preach. I'm glad he lets me pray. I'm glad he lets me serve. God will get praise if I don't do it, but I'm glad he lets me do it. He said, if these held their peace, the rocks would immediately cry out. God said, when they, when they come to Jesus, when he was on his way to Calvary and they, and they were praising him and, 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 the, and the, they came to Jesus and said, what are these doing? Stop them. And Jesus said, no, leave them alone. If, 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 if they didn't do it, the rocks would do it because Jesus is worthy of praise. And I don't have to do it, but I'm glad I can praise him. I don't have to do it, but I'm glad I can proclaim his name. I don't have to do it, but I'm glad I can pray. And God just might have put that person in your mind because God's about to do something real big in their life. And God wants to give you an opportunity. Hallelujah to God. God's about, he just might be about to do something real big in their life. And before he does, he comes by to you to give you an opportunity to have have a part in the big thing that he's doing in somebody else's life. Isn't that a blessing? I don't want to miss my part in what God's doing. That's how to pray for others. Now tonight as they come to the instruments and we close, I want to ask you this evening, that individual that God has placed in your mind, you say, preacher, there's several. Then pray for all of them. I don't care. But maybe you have just one tonight. I want you to come this evening. That'll be our invitation. And I want you to pray a little while. I, 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 want you to, I want you to come. If you have the ability tonight, I want you to come to the altar. I want you to come to the altar tonight. If your help permits it, I want you to come to the altar tonight. I want you to pray for somebody I want you to sing